0: They are two of the three members of a loving throuple. One of them is a dog mom, a feminist, Jewish atheist, a world traveler who loves staying at home, an HSP, and an empath. She has been an ethical vegan since 2001. The other one was born in former East Berlin in 1984. She's an OBGYN, a vegan nutritionist, and a tattoo enthusiast. She has a huge heart for non-human animals and has been a vegan since 2012. Firecrackers, please welcome Iki and Sabrina. Welcome to The Honest Uproar, a podcast where modern, child-free women share their life stories and where we discuss important topics for the kid-free community. I'm Isabel, your host and founder and firebrand of The Uprising Spark a digital platform that offers life coaching products and services for modern, independent, child-free women. Our aim is to build a strong female community and to connect empowered women around the globe. Okay, so it's Iki, right? Like Miki.
1: Yeah. First breath in Japanese, because my mom was really into Japanese stuff.
0: That's a beautiful. And I have a
1: half Japanese
0: wife, so that makes
1: sense.
2: Makes total sense. It doesn't speak Japanese, but...
0: Who doesn't speak Japanese? (laughs) So, iki means first breath in Japanese. That's so beautiful. And he's
1: like the chi in Chinese, you know, the energy of life. Yeah.
0: Nice. And chi, I think it's chi in Chinese. I'm not very, um, I don't know much about oriental cultures, to be honest. (laughs) But I think that's, that's beautiful. So, Sabrina, you're half Japanese.
2: Yes, my dad is Japanese. My and mom
0: is German. So, you, and you were born in Germany.
2: Born and raised
0: in former Eastern Berlin. And Iki, you were born in Germany as well. I'm from
1: Israel. I'm born in Tel Aviv, raised there, and just kind of lived everywhere. Not everywhere, but in the U.S. and Berlin, most of my adult life. So, so fishing. you left. Um, Tel Aviv. When I was seventeen, I'm 38 now.
0: Wow! So you've been out of the. Country I've, I've for a lived long
1: time. there in a, you know back and forth, but yeah.
0: I've always wanted to go to Israel. Like I get so many like great comments about you know Israel in general. Um, I don't know how safe it is to go though because of you know what's going on in the Middle East. Is it?
1: You don't. I mean, Corona now is dangerous there, but <laughs> yes. you don't feel the war which is really weird you know generally um, it's not like the 90s or when there are buses blowing up all the time i think israel is really interesting you can yes, say you have been know. there for historically um and tel aviv is super open gay friendly we're vegan super vegan like amazing best food there's something to do all the time tons of art but i i couldn't live there it's too Abrasive for me, so too abrasive, I'm like too too hot in every sense. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm too sensitive. for the Middle East, the, the men
0: there, the macho, and oh yeah, it's. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm Colombian, so I get it. Yeah, I'm I, I heard your hot. podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I so. Get it. And child free, there is no like everyone from you know taxi drivers to maybe I can talk about it later, but
0: everybody
1: is in your uterus.
0: So, yeah, people just don't seem to get out of our uterus. I don't know what it is that
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. so there's should something, make sure it like
1: get
2: out of my I'm uterus. Sure <laughs> one, yeah, <laughs>
1: you
0: should definitely do that for sure. Seppelina, go for it <laughs> yeah, in your okay, sp-
1: okay, okay. spare time
0: <laughs> that would sell really well in our community at least well i think yeah. every woman is actually tired to be told yeah, what to yeah. do you know our reproductive freedom is just not really a yeah, both these are
2: too many or it's too little or it's yeah, you can never make it
0: right yeah and but i think germany is different germany is a lot more open in that sense would you guys say yeah. But compared
2: to Israel. Yeah,
0: of course. Yes. People
1: don't ask you. In Israel, it's it's not do you want children? It's how many children do you have? And when you say you don't want children, it's like you will regret it. Oh, of course you will want. What do you mean? You know, it's I, I dislocated my my finger <laughs> a couple of years ago and I went to the emergency care there. And the doctor looked at my chart. and He's like, "Oh wow, you're—I was like 36 at the time. You're getting old. You should probably freeze your eggs." <laughs> so can you just can we focus <laughs> on my pinky? <laughs> so it's yeah. You know, my mom told me to just say that I have you know Olivia and Maya, my two dogs, and just say I have two. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. So you, that'll shut them down. But that's funny. Like, can you please? just fix my finger, I would have just And
1: gynecologist that. always, like, the last gynecologist I've seen there is like, but you're so pretty, you should have children. And I don't want children. You should have children. Let me look at your uterus. Oh, it looks great. You should have children.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. The things we have to endure. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: it's fun being a woman.
0: Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> but before we get into that subject of being a child free, I first want to hear about your story, and by your story, I mean Iki, Sabrina, and you guys have a husband as well. We do so, not legally.
2: No, unfortunately, not legally, but
0: illegally.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like we're hiding him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's actually, out of the dogs now so they won't bark.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Sabrina is really great at explaining that.
2: Okay, I can try. <laughs> Um, Alex and I have been together for nine years before I met Iki, and um, we were together since I was in med school. Alex is a little bit older, like five years, and he was already working in the neurology ward in the hospital I was a student in, and so we um, met on the ward and, yeah, fell in love and everything, and so we've been together then for around eight years nine years and I always knew that I was missing something I guess and I knew right early on that I was bisexual basically but I never really a had time to date people because I was a very busy child (laughs) and b I was not really sure about like where to meet and you know how to do this because my grandma was I was living with my grandma back then and my mom and there were always very protective of me. I'm coming from a Catholic background and they did not talk to me about anything like uh, partnership, love, first boyfriend, first girlfriend. So it was more like a non-existent topic there. It was not even, are you gay? Are you heterosexual? What's your preference? So I never, and I had crushes like on TV and everything. So
1: Zina. (laughs) <laughs> the warrior? <laughs> <Say that. laughs> the warrior. Oh, come on, all of yes. us had crashes on that. And
2: them. Dana's from the exercise. Now you know. So, for <laughs> so this, I, I knew, but I also knew I was into into boys and had my b- first boyfriend quite late at 19, at the age of 19. She's
1: yeah. such a good girl. And, <laughs>
2: yeah, and never had opportunities, also. And I never drank and never smoked and never did anything like that, too. Yeah, get a little weird. So I'm weird for other reasons. because. Um, so Alex and I were together and then um, we, we talked about during the relationship, like kind of, I asked him like, if you see a nice woman, you can let me know. But I'm very bad at communicating, as you can see. And I tried to ex- uh, explain to him like, it would be okay if there was, if he saw something, at least if you saw, if he, if he saw someone that he liked, that I just wanted to know, right? I would just, I would like to know what his taste was, and then yeah, something like that. It didn't work out, and then he was like, "What? No, I only have eyes for you." know what? I'm busy also, very busy. Two doctors, very busy. So, um, but then I went to this lecture about
1: vegan dogs.
2: Yes, vegan dog nutrition because we um, I went vegan in 2012 and shortly after that we decided to adopt the dog from a dog shelter and i was like i know back then already that you can uh, feed dogs vegan food um, if you make the right choices and get informed and everything so there was this new vegan shop 2012 was the year in berlin that veganism came up um, in terms of stores cosmetics even not dog food I mean they had I think two different kinds yeah of dog food today it's like so many mm-hmm. it has changed a lot but I knew there were two different kinds at least so I went to this uh, lecture of a, I don't know
1: she was like a vet but oh, she, yeah I she, don't know. Know. She, was she was a vet and she, she
2: was talking them. more about plants for some reason and then mm-hmm. so it just, was a very bad lecture <laughs> I have to say, and I sat there with my dog and I saw Iki sitting in front of me, like two lines or something. And she had this little dog um, with her. And I saw her and I was like, wow, that's... I mean, at least for that it was worth coming here, even if the lecture
1: was so bad. Aww. Yeah. Aww.
2: And then we talked, that was also the reason why we talked afterwards.
1: Uh, we talked to complain.
2: Yeah, we talked like, <laughs> did you also think I was total bullshit? <laughs> and Iki told me she was vegan so many years and so many years before that. And
1: now she also wanted to, I guess, get new input
2: for vegan dog nutrition because your dog was already vegan
1: honestly i was pretty alone in berlin and with olivia she's right here and my friend a really good friend of mine from israel she's like my my big sister she told me get out of the house and i was like no it's kind of cold and i don't want to go anywhere and she's like get out you never know you know what's going to happen you have to get out of the house it was, like, on the other side of the city. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I got a house, and I'm thankful for her, because then I met Sabrina. Yeah, we both went to, like, the manager's there to complain. Yeah, about. So like, what is
2: this? <laughs> she wasn't doing a good job. Yet. And then
1: I left, to, I wanted to go, it was, like, a supermarket, and I left Olivia, my dog, with Sabrina, which I've never done in my life, because like, I wanted to go in. And I was like, can you take care of my Olivia? while i go shopping <laughs> and she said yes and then we started to talk on facebook and yeah yeah yeah
2: exactly and then i i I felt that we talked a lot we were both in relationships back then and um we had a good energy i felt but, but even at that time i didn't know she was also into girls because we didn't you're talk about it so,
1: you're so bad <laughs>
2: And yeah, I was that good. And then it came in we talked. We, we made dog walks, yeah, because we had all our dogs, dogs brought dogs. us together. Yeah, the dogs brought us together. Veganism brought us together. Then I discovered she was also into women, and I was like, wow, I did not see that coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yes. And then we had, yeah, we had, we had more contact together. And I told Alex at some point that there's this woman in my life that I really feel more than friendship and if he is okay with it i mean we had a little breakup in between alex and i for many other reasons and after like six months we came back together and i was like no i have to tell him this because i will always have you're to...
1: missing the point that when you had the break with sabrina and i were together and then i did not want to be the rebound yeah yeah and yeah, i that, actually that was left
2: very yeah was very very it, it was very dramatic very dramatic less than a month or something but we all had
1: you know, lesbians like we get like <laughs> engaged, quickly married. <laughs> and
2: then I went to the US. And then we didn't talk for a while, and then we got back to talk.
1: To- yeah, and our friendship, you know, above everything, it was always that connection, that friendship that I knew that no matter what, I'll be there for her, and she'll be there for me. And I think that's so rare. Um, and I was really. I was kind of afraid that you will tell Alex that there's something more between us because I didn't want him to keep us apart. And I think that's so beautiful of him that he understood that it's something really special and it's it's not just because I'm a woman and not a man. And it's like specifically me, like he saw that connection. That's what he told me later on. And he got it. He was like, Okay, I get it. I know that if I wanna be with Sabrina, this is part of the package in some way, even though he didn't know which yeah. way, right? You <laughs> no.
2: Yeah, and I really remember that I had really my speech prepared. I like, okay, I have to go to Alex, I have to tell him this is icky, this is you know, more than my best friend, and if there's anything I will fly to the US if something happens to her. And then she means so much to me. And he's like and I started my my preparation. He's like, Yeah, okay, you can stop talking. I knew this right away, you know. <laughs> since forever I thought there was more than just friendship I'm like oh I didn't see that coming because <laughs> we did not communicate so well you know it was like night shift two night Germans shift work, night shift Germans sitting at night just in front of TV and eating together okay and talking about the day but that's it and on the weekend when you have time you just want to relax and not go into deep you know
1: yeah but I, I, calm, I, I, and I, but again like I think I'm sorry, but I want to give him credit because no, do it, do it. after we, we started being together, I really asked him. We had like whiskey one night, and I got it out of him, and he really told me that it's he knew it, and again, it's not just any like there was something very big and understanding yeah. there, and that's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then I came to visit and we were sort of like joking around. I didn't know what polyamory was, I'd never heard of it in my life. I knew only polygamy. Um <laughs> is not the same thing not the same thing um, that's basically for anyone who doesn't know it's uh, a man with a uh, few wives but they don't have a connection or relationship between them it's just the men has different wives that's not what we are um, so I came to visit we went to came for an animal rights process here yeah. in Berlin it
2: was this huge animal rights march 2018 that and- had like five kilometers of walking and singing, and there was five thousand people or something. It was insane.
1: And we sort of joked around, like, could we just live here? The three of yeah, us yeah. It was this huge yard and the dogs. Yeah, and I invited Iki to be
2: here, like in the suburbs of Berlin, instead of like the others stay in the city, because her friends from Israel were coming also. And I said, okay, you can stay in Berlin, because I get it. If you know, like Berlin, you can.
1: I think, no, I I drink, always loved drink, the yard drink
2: or something, and she was like, no, nope, no, I really like nature. I will come with you, and so we stayed. Um, she stayed with us, and then we had this um, this morning when um, I think Alex was out in the yard getting some herbs for breakfast. Iki was in the kitchen doing something for breakfast, and I was taking care of the dogs. And I looked around and I felt like, okay, this is really something. The atmosphere is so so nice that everybody's contributing something to this uh, breakfast that's an easy situation like breakfast making breakfast and everybody's doing something and then I felt like well I read books about it and I see myself really trying it you know then I was the one to s- suggest
1: like and she was the assertive one yes I, I said that. so listen
2: can you think about one thing please <laughs>
1: So German, yeah, so
2: German. Then I well, yeah, can you imagine <laughs> to be with us and, you know, in this way that we really establish something new, you know. Um, and to my surprise, Alex said, "Can I have 24 hours?"
1: <laughs> 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 I just want to think about it, <laughs> and I was like, "God damn it! What's to think about? It? Look at me!" <laughs> was <laughs> a weird time. Basically, it was
2: weird Basically, you know, he knew so much about her, although they were never real friends. But we we had visited then back in 2014. We had been yeah, I've known him for the... many years,
1: but yeah, he's, but was... he's very shy, so he didn't really talk to me, and I didn't know how much we had in common. Like we, you know, yeah. we're really into politics and history, yeah. and you know, we I didn't even realize. I knew he was really smart, but I didn't realize the level of, like, the intellect and everything. And we didn't have that chance for a connection before. Yeah, yeah. And in a way, you know, we get along intellectually on a, a different level than you guys. You have the medicine and stuff. And then we have our stuff and I have yeah, my stuff. So it's, all yeah, also, it's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So long story short long story short i brought the wife <laughs> <laughs> um, then... no but then alex asked so when is she moving here
2: oh yeah and then alex was like uh, after she had to leave after this demonstration she went back to the us and he asked her like, or to israel and he asked me like uh, two days later okay when can Iki move in now and i was like wow nah, nah. oh, okay cool so
1: so i, I packed the dog <laughs> yeah. and like two a month? No, a month later. A month later, um, yeah. I arrived with my jobs and the suitcases
2: yes and i uh, have to say that the original plan was you come here and then because we don't want to do it too quickly because we are. yeah ready, yeah she will come here and look for an apartment in berlin then move <laughs> there and then we figure this out with three yeah, of yeah. us.
1: we were all trying to protect our feelings <coughs> <laughs> i'm
2: like yeah. yeah i'm not sure that after this move with all the yeah. things and the flight and mm-hmm. the dogs getting i'm gonna have cool. like bed check and everything don't want to you know do that, more for them like no. stressing them more
1: than they have it was to. more about i wanted to live with you and that's it yeah. <laughs> yeah. and afterwards we were looking at each other i remember just doing small things and like looking at each other and like is this really happening yeah. is this real like so many years we were we said when when we are old and when our, our men and our men, men are dead because yes, they were both a little older than we were <laughs> and not like, taking care of themselves yeah so then we will be together. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Um, you know, That's and then it was like, why? Why wait, you know? And I mean, obviously we're very fortunate, but we're just very grateful that the circumstances aligned, I guess. Yeah. Or we made the circumstances yeah, yeah, happy. Yeah. It
2: not happen. I read books. So we I read books. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know. And this happened back in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen.
1: No twenty eighteen.
0: What year
1: are we now? 2020.
2: I love it. <laughs> 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 so, two uh, years you've been yeah, on this. Two years
1: in October. Yeah. In
0: mm-hmm. October, we two yeah. years. Also, yeah. oh, it's two year anniversary in October. Mm-hmm. And you guys are, like, for me, when I hear you talk, like I, I can see how you found your way towards where you are through those connections and just kind of like intuitively. But at the same time, it's just, such an alien concept to me, you know, (laughs) something that because it just falls out of what everyone considers as normal quote unquote. Um, But I was talking to a friend yesterday and she was saying something about marriage. Like she doesn't really like that makes her uncomfortable or something. Mm. And I said to her, well, conventional marriage makes you uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean that you have to have a conventional marriage. You know, there's, there's people who are, yeah, I mean, you can always find somebody that you love and then, you know, do that relationship with them the way that works for both of you. And in your case, exactly. there's three of you in your relationship.
1: No, for me, I always felt like something was missing, not just sexually, but like the energy is different between, you know, female or male or whatever we want to call it. And um, don't start giggling because no. we'll never stop. We'll never stop what it starts. Yeah, it's oh, the girls because well, <laughs> I said sexual yeah probably <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah I felt always I mean relationships I think are a lot of times a compromise but for me it always felt specifically without Sabrina of course uh, terrible terrible compromise and like we were laughing at what we said earlier that we were, we were waiting to be old together with our dogs but it was it was true And and now I feel like I have both of these things and different energies and different qualities yeah. and we each like doing different things. Alex and I love working in the garden. But I love to cook. Yeah, I take the dogs out.
2: I really enjoy doing that and while both of them were today in the garden and they made so beautiful things they planted roses and took care of the strawberries and now we have a greenhouse and I was looking at them from the inside from inside the house and I was doing yoga and relaxing after my night shift and everything and then I make food and I feel this I I feel like even when they do stuff outside that I'm not so happy about doing myself I see that what they're doing I really appreciate it I wish I had that drive like to do all these things because we have a huge yard and it's a lot of work and what I feel I have my comfortable space more with the dogs and with my and making them happy by
1: cooking, we're very grateful.
2: So it's like a really shared, and I knew I, I know that Alex was always a little upset and sad about it because for him it's really also uh, relaxing from work and getting out of this troublesome job, and it's meditate meditative for him. So I knew how important it was for him, and I could never share because I, it's just I'm mean, really a city girl actually. I come from Berlin. And, and, uh, what do you call the houses there?
1: Uh, the it's kind of like projects. You <laughs> yes. <know>? it's really <laughs> Time communist uh, yeah. style yeah. buildings. All communist
2: buildings at 24 square meters where I lived for five years. In my my first uh, apartment, I had on my own. I was so proud of it. It was just concrete and concrete, but it was in the 16th on the 16th floor. <laughs> I could see the city. Yeah. I was queen there. So. Yes. Um, now you're
1: my queen
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: so, um, so I see that I'm really happy now also for him that uh, he can finally share this love for the nature in our yard and then we all go together in the forest here for dog walks and we enjoy nature this I really love too like going for a hike and um, yeah so it makes me happy that she finds uh, somebody to share this passion and he too and I feel it makes all sense to me
1: yeah, it was always my dream to have a yard, and the greenhouse is like fairy tale for me, so I don't like the cities I don't like the noises I need my quiet, so it is really healing yeah
0: that's awesome like I mean how it sounds to me is that you guys found that place i mean not like the actual physical place but the the place yeah also yeah. among yourselves to to feel comfortable and and that's that i mean. I'm so happy. Like I see you girls. You girls look <laughs> oh, happy, you. and then there's Alex as well in the mix. And um, I, I wanted to ask you though, because you know we just mentioned that this is not a conventional way to live. Doesn't mean it's a, a wrong way to live. It's just unconventional. Yeah. Well, but some some people don't really understand it. So I wanted to know, like your loved ones, uh, friends, family. How do they? How how, how have they taken this um, this news that you've you know, decided to um, be on a triad?
1: Can I take it? Of course.
0: They love it.
1: Um, <laughs> first of all, my Jewish mom finally has two doctors in the family <laughs> to dream because I'll never be one. And so, And she loves Alex and Sabrina. They're like her dream children. Um, so, no, everyone loves it. Like my, my friends are like, oh, this finally makes sense. You know, like people that... Even people I haven't spoken with for a few years. They all really get it. They're all really happy for me. Uh, At work, I'm totally open about it. Um, My team, they're from really everywhere in the world. And they all know about it. I honestly don't give a shit. Um, And it's really cool. And I write about Alex and Sabrina. And I didn't get to see them this week. Or I'm grateful for Sabrina who made me food. I always talk about them and honestly i've had only positive feedback or i don't know like a lot of people say wow i couldn't do it because jealousy because whatever and it is it is hard like you know there were really it took time to adjust adjust, yeah. Uh, especially for me um highly sensitive person (laughs) Uh, and um coming into a long Standing relationship, uh, it wasn't easy, and and again the communication. Like for me, there is no shoving things under the carpet. We have yeah, to talk that was about so everything. <laughs> and yeah, and you know they had calm waters, and I brought the I know, waves.
2: she digs, she digs. I did everywhere. Yes, um,
1: but yeah, on my side, everyone's super understanding and happy for me. Um, like they all said that finally they feel like I I found my place and yeah. And my friends Mm -hmm. knew Sabrina before, so they love her obviously.
2: I think because you are also like, because you communicate everything and people always, you know, your close friends know you very well from the bottom of your heart. You never play anything or anybody that you are not and you communicate all your feelings and you know very wrong. and uh, so I think they're really like yeah she found it because she felt it and we felt it like that um, too and for me um I had no problems my friends no also I really, I think it's also a little cliche because you know I have had a st- very straight career the Only thing that is <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> a straight. The straight career talks. in my life. Like no, I, uh, well, I went to ballet school. I um, had a very good. I was very good at school. I took med school. I became a doctor. Yeah, she's
1: such a good girl. So like, like, no yeah, drugs, no party, no like, like
2: what? Lots of tattoos, but and being vegan is. I think it's weirder for some people yeah, than the party thing. So when I talk about it, I also underline all the good and positive things and what it gives me and uh, why I can learn from this and why it's good for me. And so all the same, all the ones that I talk to about it, I don't talk to everybody, I have to say, like my some of Especially my Especially men, friends.
1: yeah, yeah. Because men. men don't, mm-hmm. I, I feel they're like, oh, like, two women. I don't
2: they don't get it and they, they would never listen to When I
1: continue,
2: when I say I have a girlfriend, no, the they're just
1: in the bed then, the, yeah. the conversation died. So
2: I, I just don't even that's why that Alex afterwards. doesn't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah. So, but my mom, my mom is very sick, so she doesn't really understand. I think, no, but she doesn't she, know. And she yeah. No, I told her, but she keeps so really? forgetting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um you know, know but my friends, yeah, my closest friends all know, and they have no They're like, oh, that's interesting. How does it work? Oh, okay, Asklar. So all okay. right. <laughs> And it's not, no, I don't have to defend myself in any way. I'm always just like, oh, I see in your relationship, you're missing the third, because that will help you
1: with. Yeah, uh, democracy, you know, (laughs) you're even outside of like objective, objective perspective, you know, and, and, you know, and Sabrina is, I don't know, annoys me, which is very rare because she's perfect then i'm like alex go help me <laughs> or the other way around like we translate things for yeah, each other yeah. Yeah. so we don't get in the middle so much but we are like yeah we translate
2: yeah when somebody's upset then usually the third one understands yeah and can yeah, look from the true. outside perspective it's not that we ask for it always because sometimes mm-hmm. i feel like i cannot contribute to, to their talk at all and I know that uh, they were figured out but, but sometimes it's really a help when you know that there's an understanding third person for both sides even, you know, give the pros and cons for for both parties. So you have um, no problems and we them. vote. And what
0: and we, we vote. vote. Yeah, family votes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and they're not the only very-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm so happy to hear that you have found acceptance from people around you because I mean, there are occasions which is hard for other people to try to understand your reality, even though you're, you know, good with it. Just the fact that they're like, if you're happy, we're happy. I mean, that's the best that we can wish for, you know, yeah. for anyone around us. And
2: we also we didn't know anybody else living like this personally.
0: I heard personal we still don't know.
1: know. We see like on Instagram, you yeah, know, but, but yeah. it's really difficult. We don't have role models, you know. Child-free, they are role models now, but. For this closed truffle, there's a polyamory that you have another relationship, or whatever. But these families, like what we have, yeah. it's hard. There aren't really books about it, you know. Yeah. So,
2: but I think, although I'm really sure that this concept is super old, it's nothing yeah. that we invented. Yeah, I think exactly. there has been times when um, the women just lived together and the men were, I don't know, war or somewhere, and then they come back and they keep I totally see that yeah. this is a normal way because this is how you also. Can um, you know take care of the
1: house? Yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah. We're Business supposed to live in yes. like a tribe, yes. you know, yes. in the yes. caves yes. with lots of women. Also, especially when you have kids, like yeah, yeah, It makes
2: more sense. That more can take care of.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, it takes a village, like they say. It yeah. takes a village. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we go into the child-free um, subject, I know you posted something about this on Instagram, but I'm curious: who slips in the who middle?
1: I actually answer that, I think that uh usually me, I absolutely love it. um I feel like a child protected. We all <laughs> go to sleep, hold hands, we giggle and laugh a lot. We have a good friend who stays over a lot of times. Uh, she's how would you define her like her she would she's kill not. me if she like an aunt' Don't say that. no she's not Heck <laughs> you're, no, no. we love her she's she's a crazy as we are, almost. Yeah, crazy as we are. Uh, and she said it sounds like we're in summer camp you know yeah. we're laughing so much all the time and it's again i want to throw up when i hear us just being happy <laughs> it's not like that all the time it was a lot of work you know a lot of work um it was for me you know i really feel everybody's feelings like i feel Alex's feelings when he doesn't know what, that he's feeling them, so, and then I help him translate the feelings. It's exhausting, um, but but it's worth it because we do have something really special. And I cannot say that it fits everyone or that that it would fit with other people. No, yeah. So I sleep in the middle, but I'm usually usually is. unless i'm too like wired from work and like yeah. excited about work and then i have to sleep in the side and listen to a sleep story on calm <laughs> <Yes. sighs>
0: okay
2: and we also keep joking like when is alex falling asleep because it's like three seconds so we start a sentence and it's like
0: he's already Alex,
1: Alex. he's already asleep on the way to bed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun and
2: then
0: he doesn't wake up when we you know yeah we laugh <laughs> at, at his expense <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Sorry, <period>. Alex.
0: <laughs> that sounds like an amazing slumber party yeah, yeah exactly you're listening to the honest Upward a podcast where modern, child-free women share their life stories and where we discuss important topics for the kid-free community. Tell me a little bit about your choice to be child-free. Was this before you got together or when you got together, you were like, we're not going to have kids?
1: So can start okay, one about one, yourself. One reason
2: for me breaking up with Alex also back then, and you know, a long time ago, was also that I I knew I would never really wanted to have kids, and I felt unfair towards him because I felt he might, although he never really said let's do it now. But I, I mean, I was the age that you should have kids, and there was time to have it. We had enough money, and every the circumstances were very good let's say that so and i knew that there's not really a compromise for this and i wanted to set him free you know because i don't think you can we talked about adoption but that was not for him and so i was like yeah okay but even this would be a compromise for me because then I, w- I would be taking care of the child basically and so um, that didn't it, it didn't fall right to me to pressure him you know like you have to because you cannot you cannot I, I think it's difficult to change, but I put him in the position to really think about it himself, because I, I think he didn't really know, but he thought, because it's like what you do, right? You have a job, you have a house, and then no, you No, I things. think he did
1: really want like a family, because he was yeah. an only child and, yes. you know. And it, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, and I, I released him from that. So when we came back, I also told him, to Alex, my opinion hasn't changed, you know, I still don't want, and I want you to know, and I want you to then really, really say yes to this decision if it's like this like it is like this so you have to say yes if you you want to try it again and he said yes and that's okay he just wants to be with me and he really wants to um, you know uh, be in a relationship with me with or without kids because he cannot see himself with somebody else just to have kids right so yeah for me it was early clear pretty early on and I I I don't remember if I had these motherly feelings maybe when I was in puberty or something but I really I all, always felt babies are cute yes but I did, can give them back totally easy when I when I have them, them and, <laughs> I, and I, I never felt like I want to have I want to have this on my own so and then I thought okay so maybe I have to learn about it a bit more to make a clearer decision about it so by regression yeah. So I started working as a gynecologist German. and in the labor ward and obstetrician. As an obstetrician, I can say it did not help. <laughs> yes. Um, so, but it's good for me now because I have the, I think the needed distance a bit more. You know, I'm very like professionally um, helping them, and I see and I'm support them the women in labor and everything. But it gives me enough distance because I didn't go through it. I don't want to go through it, and I can still support them. So me, it's it's never been. And I think that's one of the things that people are also curious about me. And then they're like, okay, you're vegan. Uh, you're in this partnership and you don't want kids. And this is a lot for them. But in the end, they're like, ah, oh, okay, it's Sabrina. <laughs> it's like, this has never, never changed. I really love animals. I really, really love animals. Non-human animals. Non-human animals. Yes. Thank you. Because <sighs> we are also animals. Yes, you're right. You're right. And so my heart really opens up when I can adopt adopt a a dog and help help that little creature and give him a beautiful home. So I think that's what is for me like taking care of something that is already there. Somebody brought it to this world. So
1: for me, I always wanted children uh, in one way or another. Like I was sure that I was going to adopt. I actually went through the entire. Adoption through the foster care system in the U.S., like the course, and preparing the house. Um, But my ex had two stepkids, so I had experience with that. Uh, I really loved them, but it was very, very difficult. I would say that there are different heartbreaks. uh, Heartbreaks from a partner, heartbreaks from a friend, heartbreaks from a parent, and heartbreaks from children. And that's, wow, that was... That was a lot. Um, so I kind of saw a little, a little bit how that was and saw that, it's, that if I want to do it properly and I like doing things properly, it's full-time job for sure. Um, and you never know the child that you're going to get. You don't know if they'll be healthy, if they'll be like what you want, quote-unquote. Um, you're then responsible for... For the world, you know, like you brought this creature into this world, and their contribution or non-contribution is on you, and that's super scary. Um, and also, yeah, I did have some instincts of I had through phases that I I knew ethically that I do not want to bring children into this world. Or enough people for sure, or too many people for our world to sustain. And again, you don't know what will become of your child uh, there are so many children in the system that need help it's kind of like why i wouldn't buy a dog um but then i did have like hormones did take over at some point like i had to stop my my pill for a time and i wow it changed me completely like i was suddenly like it was a couple of months that i I was like, I need, I need to be pregnant. <laughs> and oh, wow. Sabrina, wow, she had a talk, and I, I was very angry with you then. But I'm actually really grateful because she told me terrible horror stories. And, no, I told her the truth, like what pregnancy. <coughs> horror to stories. Some. No. It's, it's, okay, and for me, for sure, it would have <laughs> been like this because I'm always like the one percent that, that is allergic to this or something to that. It's true, and everything is more difficult for me. So I would have been a terrible pregnant woman. So I'm very grateful mm-hmm. that you smacked me out of it, remotely. Um, and actually, after I moved here with Alex, it started for a couple of weeks or something that I really wanted to. And I thought, wow, now it really makes sense. Like we're three people. We have this beautiful house. Like, you know, like if any in, in a relationship with just another man, that's too scary. But, but then it vanished as well. So it's really I feel like for me it's really more moral. It is really that motherly instinct. But you know, there are, I don't know how this is going to sound like, but there are a lot of things that we want to do in life and we don't do them because we know that they are wrong, um, or that they're not good for us. Um so and and I hear so many parents that tell me, you know, I love my children but I love my children but I wouldn't have them or, but my husband really wanted or but society wanted or, but it's too much, or I would have loved my career. So, so again, for me, I, I did want, I just know that I do not have the patience and I don't want to take care of people anymore. Uh, My father was very, very sick and, and died when I was young. I don't want to pass my genetic code to anyone else. I have a lot, many diseases, but depression, suicide, my family. I don't want to give that to anybody else. I know you feel the same. Yeah, same. Here. And again, the world, the world is, I, I look at my niece and nephew, they're, how old are they? You yeah, always know. six and... No, they're not older. I don't know. Seven and seven. <laughs> I hope my sister doesn't listen to this. And I feel sorry for them because mm. where I, I know this maybe sounds, morbid but i'm not sure where where this world is going to even if it comes to resources water food pandemics this is just a dress rehearsal you know corona so i don't want to be to give yeah to give life to a creature that's gonna live more struggles yeah more struggles Life
2: for me it's also really this i knew if i had a child you know i wouldn't i would be worried about it for the rest of my life because they will go through pain, they will go yeah, through fear, so they will have. Well. Then they you go through everything, and you and you are worried, you know. And taking care of my partners is something else, and of the dogs is also something. It's a different kind of. Because you brought this child here, and then it's like, it's your responsibility in a way. And, well, in a way, and for I sure. To, yes. Know, cannot, and for health reasons as well. And you no, know, for me, it's, it was always very clear.
1: Yeah, now it's, just it's adding sorry. up. Sorry, it's just adding up
2: the the pros when I see our life now. It's exactly. Like, in right. corona times, I wouldn't
1: want to be a parent and homeschooling. No, like, I wouldn't mind homeschooling, but I just love the again the quiet. I love my career. I feel like I can do a lot. I help my team, uh, who are sometimes in de- very difficult situations, and I'm very privileged to be able to help them. I. Can contribute in other really meaningful ways and, yeah, and give wow, your energy really to, yeah,
2: to the existing ones, you know. Yeah. Give your energy, ear, your, and
1: passion. And then when I see a puppy, everything makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like Olivia, for, for example, is now laying on her back, <laughs> like, of course,
0: mm-hmm. stretching. Seeing puppies oh, makes everyone cool. melt, for sure. Exactly. But I think, you know, when, when I hear you guys talk, there's there's so many things that uh, I can feel that you have actually like put thought into. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that child free people in general think more about their choice not to have children than most parents think about their choice about becoming parents.
1: Not fair. Like you can just have a kid like this, no license required, no studying, no course, nothing. You just pop it out and boom, another human in this world. You know, it's so unfair.
0: Yeah, and also Sorry. for young women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for also for young women, like younger than us. Yeah. Um, you know how if they're in their early twenties, and they say, "Oh, I'm child-free, people would be like, "What are you talking about? You're too young. You you know you yeah. don't know better. You will regret it. You're gonna regret it." Blah blah blah. But if they get pregnant at that age, then everything's fine and dandy, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, congratulations, you're a mom." So it's yeah.
1: like a, yeah,
0: yeah. it's like a double.
1: Mm, ah okay yeah double standard yeah yeah
0: that That's is true. double standard that women and we were discussing this at the beginning of our interview you know women have to endure that type of um comments and that type of you know just other people messing with what it is that we need to do with our reproductive systems yeah, yeah exactly
1: yeah so. it's it's really unfair and men of course don't usually get it even though they're also like when are you having children No, alex is dead right like he would have yeah, loved yeah. grandkids and there's
2: no contact now since we announced that we're not gonna have their grandchildren it's for some reason they don't talk to us anymore
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah so and but my for- mom totally understands luckily like she really she's like I don't understand why she loves her grandkids but she totally gets it she's like why do people have children Like she really gets it
0: I think I was talking to somebody the other day about this you know fear of missing out you know how parents Mm -hmm. get to a certain age and their friends start becoming grand grandparents and they're like Mm -hmm. I want I want that too but it's not even about because they know how hard it is to raise a child and to mm-hmm. do it properly in this world is really hard. Right. And things are changing and changing really fast. Yes. So it's only mm-hmm. going to get harder. <laughs> and yeah. I, I think they know, but it's also that, you know, that my friends have cha- grandkids. I want to like be able to show them pictures as well. So my mom, I, have, I also have a dog and my mom shows, my, <laughs> shows her friends pictures of my dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: this is my <laughs> so yeah. We love your mom. <laughs> <They
0: hide her. laughs> like, mom, I'm not having any kids, but I have a dog, and she's like, "Well, yeah, yeah. he's gonna be my grandkid then." So that's what. Oh, she- that's really
1: I think yeah. that's the hardest part for people sometimes that their parents pressure, you know, yeah, yeah and disappointment, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I've heard stories of people being disowned by their families because of that, yeah, being kicked out of their families, being taken out of wills because of that. Is it's just absolutely crazy that you know, even if it's family, it doesn't matter who it is, but somebody else demanding that you do something you don't want to do just because they want you to do it, whatever that is. But in this case, we're talking about bringing another human being into this world, which mm-hmm. is yeah. such a big responsibility. Like you mentioned, it's not. An easy yeah. thing. It's not like buying a turtle, and even that is a responsibility. <laughs> not
1: like buying a turtle. Yes. I so. a turtle.
0: Yes. I
2: don't think they're, they're so cute. their right habitat here? No. No. So we we'll talk
0: about them. a garden turtle. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, uh, I mean, this, this is a subject that um, I'm always very interested to hear from the people that I interview because. Everyone has different reasons, and I I like to stress every time that I talk to them that any reason that you have, whatever it is, is a good reason.
1: I just never understand how people dare to ask women. Like, many women actually do want to have children, and it's a terrible topic for them. You know, they physically cannot or something, and it's like, it's none of your goddamn business. It's all, I can just imagine... You know, a woman who does want to have children and cannot physically yeah, and yeah. then she gets asked like fuck you. Yeah. Like yeah, well, it's yeah. so rude. Yeah.
0: It's rude. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, people just need to stop asking all women when they're gonna have kids because of what you yeah. just mentioned, because people can they can be child free, because they can be struggling with there's many women that struggle when uh, with fertility and they're having like IVF can you imagine somebody going through you know something like that and being asked so when are you going to have kids
2: well I think it's the root also always of the problems that you cannot accept somebody else's choices and that's why we have this trouble because if everybody would you know without harming any other person live their own way and yeah. the world would be so much better like it's okay to have kids it's okay to not have them and you don't need to share your opinion about it if it's not supportive
0: yeah Um, yeah and i think this
1: regret thing is so important that you brought up like i i always think like what if i would regret having them that is a much more terrible regret because then they're there you cannot return them to the store yeah well you know, that is like what do you do then like you're you're responsible for this human being for the rest of your living life
2: yes and i don't want to also not put my luck and my um how to say that the, the fortune that i have in life i don't want to put this on somebody else like i'm only happy if i have a child mm-hmm. i'm only happy if i have Listen, that I want to be happy the way I live with myself, you know, that I do the choices that make me happy. I make these choices.
1: Yeah, that people have children mm-hmm. because they are depressed or something yeah. and they think that it will fix their lives. Or, or
2: heal the marriage yeah. or something like that. So yes. yes. You see that a lot and it's
0: like,
1: that's not your
2: partner there.
0: Yes. or Or having a kid because they want their kid to accomplish what they couldn't. Or they oh, date, oh yeah, or through their kids. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> putting all that—that's a lot of pressure for a human being. To be honest, that's just like, you know, you're not even born yet, and your parents already know what you're yeah, going to yeah. do with your whole life. I guess the
1: question is, what is a good reason to have a child?
0: <laughs> that is a very good question, and to be honest, I can't think of any answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean
1: really, like why? Well, I mean, when people ask, for all selfish just,
2: reasons, for business it, yeah. reason, like you have
1: a huge business.
2: Oh, wow, you are awesome. a Tesla guy, and then you want to have this <laughs> Tesla given to somebody else. I don't know. Is that a reason? Yeah, Maybe but, but, a sanctuary with lots of animals. And what do you do? You can take care of them. Then you hire somebody. Yeah, yeah that's what you do.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, yeah. Some people have kids because they want to keep their inheritance, like down their line. They don't want to like
1: yes, yes, donate yes.
0: Donate it or something. Or some of them want them because they want somebody to have their genes or their last yeah,
1: name. No. I, I never understood a mini me. Yeah. No, but the
2: I think the deepest uh, reason that I always hear from coworkers is like with a child when you see it you feel the love like you don't feel for anything else and nobody who doesn't have children can understand that kind of love and i'm like probably that's true probably that's a a different level of love Mm -hmm. but that's not worth it for me you know i even
1: i think it's the fear of death actually i think fear of death is generally a motivator for most people and i think it's the fear that we will be gone and we will leave no legacy behind and i personally don't have that like i want to do is little amount of damage as possible in this life and help people in you know as much as i can I'm not a philanthropist but you know and and i think that's the thing i don't have that feeling of life after death or what will happen then or you know that legacy yeah. that other people are really afraid of being just gone and i'm not afraid Right of that. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I agree with you. I've heard this also from many other child free people, but they all say and I agree with them, there's so many ways to leave a legacy behind. You don't necessarily need to leave, you know, children, offspring for there to be any legacy. You can do it through your work, you can do it through you know, if you're an artist, you can do it through your art, you can do it through many other ways. So there's really I mean, it is true that human beings in general are scared of death because It's just this thing that we have instinctively, thousands (laughs) of years. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, But I don't think having a child is the way to erase that. I don't know. Doesn't make sense to me. Maybe Uh, some people make sense for some people, but not not to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I actually heard that legacy part. Now I'm remembering on on your other podcast.
0: Mm.
1: I've been doing my homework. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so you guys i wanted before um, we wrap up because unfortunately i mean you guys have been so much fun so much fun to talk to you <laughs> um i just wanted to ask you one thing because i know you guys are also vegan mm-hmm. and um i know that vegan people also get a lot of pushback well maybe not in europe you No,
1: know, th- we do in you India do we a lot it's like a bad word
0: okay.
1: I, I i mean i find at least that if you compare talking about being child free to veganism veganism is a walk in the park yeah. It's really not a problem yeah. like but child free wow that is really people become aggressive you know um, but I don't I've, I don't experience it so much but I I don't live in the normal I live yeah in the bubble,
0: yeah we, so. we we live a kind of in the bubble yeah what, what, what do you exactly nemo- mean
2: with
1: a veganism? That it's
2: that's intertwined? Or
0: no, no, no I you actually you wanted to ask the same thing that uh, Iki just answered, which is because I uh-huh. know that most, I mean, many vegan people get a little bit of pushback. Like, why are you vegan? Like, you know, mm-hmm. me, blah, 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 whatever reason they give you. So I wanted to ask you guys if you get more uh, criticism because of that or because being child-free, but she just... Oh, she wow, child-free mean. for
1: sure. I think with no. veganism, it's the same thing like what we said earlier. It's like, why not be vegan and when I ask people that they're like oh yeah like why not be less cruel
2: in this world yeah I I think for me going to work yeah I'm not working from home I have to go somewhere and bring my own food and um, show them what I eat and that I even can find something in the cantina like in the coffee in the hospital to show them that it's possible that that it's easier for them to understand the vegan thing because ah, okay you don't have to
1: starve um, but the question was: Is it more difficult to talk about child-free right or veganism? Exactly. That's why I'm saying it's easier about
2: veganism because yeah, then they sure. uh, see: Okay, I can still do night shifts. I'm not falling apart, and I find food. Um, but I see all the babies every day, and like this is more difficult for them to understand that I don't want one. Yeah. I'm surrounded by them basically. <laughs> yeah, which is very weird to me. You know, to, to them, ah, they have
1: to defend them. their their way of life and what they're what they know yeah yeah, yeah.
2: and for what their their thoughts and their belief systems like carnism is belief system that you have to eat meat and then when somebody's fighting that it's also with like child free things yeah. that it's uh, it's known
1: it's like not disputable or heterosexuality or monogamy
0: or yeah, all these things anything that anything that you, you stand against you know the status quo of anything yeah. at all that's already uh you know a topic of conversation yeah. yeah well thank you guys so much for being here it's been really a pleasure meeting you before I let you go, I wanted to ask you if there's something else you want to add to our interview. Something you want to tell my audience?
1: I want to tell you thank you for doing this podcast. It's so important, and uh, thank you for making it more mainstream. I know many women don't even know that it's an option yeah. to not have children. Yes. Um, and you interviewing different women from around the world and showing that it's okay and it's part of life too yes. and there are different ways to live it's yeah. so important and i hope that many women women will be inspired by it and, and see that there is another way to live
2: yes thanks so much for having us and asking us for this interview
1: we're very thrilled about it
0: thank you girls well i'm gonna leave you guys my audience i'm gonna leave you uh the green triad handle below in the comments so you can follow them on instagram yeah. and uh yeah i'll see you next uh, in the next episode thanks
1: Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to The Honest Uproar, a podcast where modern, child-free women share their life stories and where we discuss important topics for the kid-free community. We hope you tune in next week for our newest episode. And since we love hanging out with you, please be sure to follow us on social media at The Honest Uproar and visit our website at thehonestuproar.com. If you like what you heard, feel free to share with your fierce, child-free firecracker friends. Until next time, continue fueling your inner fire.